Probably your portrayal has angered some people. No, I mean, some some of them are very dangerous. You don't have to tell me, mate. I've seen those bloody internet message boards. Vicious. Welcome to the Geek Screen, the show that's had a hiatus for far too long now. I'm Perry Constantine. And I'm... Fuck. There we go. Um, that's me, John. I don't have any clever name, whatever the fuck it is. It's been so long you forgot your name? No, no, no. But for some reason, when you asked me that, I don't know, my brain got thrown for a loop. I don't know why. It shouldn't. Basic questions. This is what happens after I have chicken wings. <laughs> I'm gone. Forget it. Hire somebody else. I can't even have a chicken wing. Yeah, but nobody will work for free. <sighs> Oh, for free. <laughs> Anyways, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good. Uh, first off, wanted to apologize to what few listeners we have out there for we got taking listeners? so long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who are you apologizing to? <laughs> this is what I'm talking about, why you had to see that doctor. You're talking to pe- outside of me. You're talking to people, apologizing to nobody out there. <laughs> Quit it before we have to get you the pills. God, God damn it, Perry. Don't make me take out the electric kit. Don't make me. I'll get that car battery. We'll strip you down, and we, 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 will, we will go Hanoi on you. <laughs> oh, I missed you, Johnny. I missed you too, Perry. Uh, well, it has been a while since our last episode. I got smacked with a load of work, especially like a 17-day stretch where I was working every single day. Well, I mean, you're on a very busy street corner. What can I say? <laughs> I mean, seriously, you're in demand. I mean, those Japanese men with the lap dances, God damn it, they're so small people. They, they see that big guy Gene ass of yours and they're thinking... <laughs> Five more yen. How about for five more yen? Wow, someone's in a mood today. <laughs> Go on, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, nah, I was just really busy with work and just finished a 17-day stretch and amazingly got through it without killing anybody. Not one kid? Not one kid, no. Um, but thankfully, this job's almost over. Just ten oh, yeah. more days. You're a mensch. What what, what what happens after 10 more days? Uh, well, 10 more days that I'm actually at work. My actual official last day, though, is like on the 25th of March. Okay, okay. But yeah, the 25th, uh, we're moving into our new place. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. And then in April, I start uh, my new job, where I'm going to be teaching not little kids anymore, thank Christ. Um, but I'm going to be teaching adults and college students, and I'm going to be teaching literature and writing classes, all in English. Literature and writing classes. Uh-huh. So, in other words, you're going to teach them how to do pickup lines in English when they come to visit our country. Right, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Just curious. Uh, how about you, Johnny? What have you been up to? In I have audience? nothing. What do you want from me? <laughs> See, this is the problem. You always ask that one question at funerals. What are you up to? Nothing. I have no life. I get up every day. I take a shit. I have my bowl of Cheerios. I, I take the dog out. I pray to God he actually takes a dump instead of taking a dump in the house. You know, I, I mean, but other than that, I deal with an 88-year-old man who's getting slowly but surely more into the deep end. And my mother, the recovering alcoholic, forget her. She's already gone. You know, she's... <laughs> 
you know, come, come seven o'clock, she's got Good Morning America on and the TV's got her, you know, <laughs> forget it. And then her sister moves and God help me. Oh, God really? help me. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's another one. Uh-huh. That's another one. <laughs> so, so I just working, you know, doing my usual gig, trying to day trade, hoping I make enough money to pay rent so I don't get thrown out. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I don't pay rent, but you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> No, no, seriously, though, I'm okay. I'm going to be seeing my, 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 my I'm, I'm a granduncle, a granduncle again. Oh, congratulations. Why are you congratulating me? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I keep, what do I keep telling you? We keep expanding. We're like, my, my family, it's like, like locusts. Okay. <laughs> There's nothing to cheer about here, a clap. What's wrong with you? You met my family. <laughs> you know? Your mom always cooks for me, so that was always nice. She likes you. Me, she hates <laughs> you. She likes. Uh, so we got a lot of stuff to cover today. And in fact, we're actually not covering an actual movie or TV show because there's a shit ton of news we missed out on and some big stuff, too. Plus, we got some new trailers, too, that we could talk about. Well, why don't you go and let's start this segment with the, the news. But well, you know what? Before I do, I actually had a little piece of news, uh, geek news, so okay. to say. My dad finally saw the Superman movie. Man of Steel? Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. My dad came to my room. I was working and he had that same look on his face after he saw Godfather 3. Mm-hmm. Now, to the uninitiated, Godfather 3 was the movie that did not have to be made. Sort of like right. a solution looking for a problem that doesn't exist. We know what it was originally supposed to be, right? The Godfather 3 or the Superman movie? Godfather 3. What was it supposed to be? It was supposed to be Tom Hayden versus... Was that, that was his name, Tom Hayden? The Robert Duvall's character? Yeah. Yeah, it was supposed to be him and Michael Corleone, you know, at, going at war over control of the family. Well, that would have been much more interesting yeah. versus that bullshit. But what happened was Robert Duvall refused because Pacino was getting an exorbitant amount of money that he was not getting even a fraction of. What were they doing? Paying him in green stamps or something? <laughs> Basically. Like, Duvall said, Duvall didn't even say that he wanted the same salary as Pacino, but he said he wanted at least a little bit more. What did they offer him? Gift certificates for Blockbuster? Nothing. They just changed the script and then they did, um, and they gave us that shit with, you know, Sofia Coppola and Andy Garcia, which... Yeah. Which, I, you know, well, he had this look on his face because of it. He goes, you know, John, I'm going to quote you exactly word for word what he says. Okay. I'm 88 years old. How could you take away what remaining time I had? <laughs> then he turned around and didn't speak to me for a day. So thank you, Superman. <laughs> uh, it's all your fault, John. <laughs> well, you know, I got the Plex server. He picked the fucking movie. I didn't. I warned him, don't watch the movie. It's essentially Schindler's List with a red cape. <laughs> it, it, you know? It, it's like Godzilla, mm-hmm. but with less creativity, and yeah. written by Vince McMahon from WWE. <laughs> okay? Not my fault, an 88-year-old man with 67 different illnesses decides, oh, I'm going to pick this. Uh-huh. Oh, but it's my fault. 58 movies he could have picked from on that damn server. He picks that one. 
let's see. What should we start off first? Which uh, non-troversy, as I like to just call it, should we start with first? Uh, the Fantastic Four or Lex Luthor? Oh, let's go with Luthor since we just finished off Superman. Okay, so um, so as probably everybody knows by now, we got a Lex Luthor cast, and it's um, Jesse Eisenberg. Z- Zuckerberg is uh, Lex Luthor, which is yeah. fitting. It, some- it is. It's fitting. You know, the internet, in typical nerd rage fashion, has gone ballistic over this because apparently, I don't know, he's too young, and all, even though he's the same age as Henry Cavill. Really? They're the same age? They're the same age, yeah. They're both 30. Shit, I didn't know that. Well, anyways, uh, look, when they think of Lex Luthor, and I think of Lex Luthor, uh-huh. and, and 90% of America thinks of Lex Luthor, they think of a bald, menacing, imposing, almost alpha male type of human being. Mm-hmm. None of that is Eisenberg. Eisenberg no, but he is. More- you know what I think of? I think is the guy who's the smartest guy in the room, and he knows it. And so I think he can. I think he can do it. You give him a bald head and have him do a mix of what he did in uh, what was it, The Social Network, and now you see me. And I think he could do a pretty good job of it. So uh, was he the one in Zombieland too? Wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was. No, pray he doesn't do that. No, no, I don't think he's going to be doing that. Yeah, no. You know, but yeah, the fans are erupting in rage again, just like they did over Heath Ledger, just like they did over Michael Keaton, just like they did over Hugh Jackman, just like they did any number of times. And you think they learned their lesson now to just wait until they actually see the fucking movie? Well, look, once again, as for Keaton with the Batman movie. Mm-hmm. Think about it this you back then, 1989. Yeah. Okay? When you asked about Batman, the closest thing Keaton ever came to Batman was Johnny Dangerously. <laughs> okay? The cl- so, I mean, he just come off of Beetlejuice, for fuck's sake. He just came off of Mr. Mom, Gung Ho. Yeah. I mean, not the remotely Batman. Well, yeah, but that's my point. It's that actors... Act, you know, they take on different roles. So just because he hasn't been, just because he hasn't played a supervillain yet, doesn't mean that he can't do it. You know, I mean, but I'm just saying that's what people were going based off. Right, uh, I know. Hugh but, Jackman, I didn't know about the nerd rage about that. I mean, what, what? Oh yeah, yeah, because you know he's this tall Australian guy. He's yeah. mostly known for musicals and soap operas. Yeah, people got people flipped over him. I, I will confess, before the X Men movie, I didn't know who the hell he was. Most people didn't, but like okay. all the, but when they looked him up, it was like his resume was like musicals and, uh, you know, soap operas and that kind of stuff. Right, so right, everybody right. flipped out. It would have been like hiring Justin Bieber to play Cyclops, right? Like something like that. That's uh, that's kind of what they probably thought. So you know, so the, the you know, okay, well, okay, that and and so Keith Ledger, I I, I honestly think people were comparing it. Well, how is he going to do it like Jack Nicholson? No, with Heath Ledger, all the criticism I thought was uh, was oh, they got a gay cowboy to play the Joker. Yeah, but seriously, that was like that was the criticism. Well, see, now that was completely unfounded because exactly his other body of work. I mean, he did play. I don't know action per se, but I mean the guy can do different ranges. Right now, once again, I, I think with Lex Luthor, 
once again, I'm sure. Look, anybody can become evil. Yeah. Okay. I mean, a good actor can do anything. Uh, it's just that with Eisenberg, once again, you're not thinking imposing. You're thinking nemish. Okay. Yeah, but you could say the same thing of Michael Rosenbaum, who played Luther on Smallville, and he did a really good job of being menacing too. Yeah, but Michael Rosenbaum's also got a history of playing assholes on television. No, he's got a history of doing comedic roles. He's he's oh, got a very so does so- Eisenberg has a history of playing assholes too. Yeah, but not assholes. Who, once again, look at the image. You're looking at a big, bald, Mr. Clean with hemorrhoid issues versus uh, a guy who probably would be the jerk in an AD&D game. I'm just saying that's what they're th- I, I, that's what they're based, the crux of the anchor is. You know, how the fuck can he, you know, be this guy? But then again, we have no clue given how the last... You know what? I don't personally care. I, I mean, given off what we've seen from Man of Steel, perhaps mm. this will be an improvement. My one fear with the Luthor thing is the other news attached to that, which I think you're going to cover, which is even... Well, here's, here's, a, here's one fan manipulation I found of Eisenberg as Luthor. Look at this and tell me what you think. Well, that's interesting. See? That's interesting. But like I said... We're going to see. I, I, I'm willing to give it a shot only because, well, let's be honest. From the last Batman movie, I'm not Batman, I apologize. The last Superman movie, mm-hmm. they can only go one direction up. Right. Yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> well, especially because you hear who they cast as Alfred, right? Uh, who? I think it was uh, Jeremy Irons. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, he would have been a good villain. Yeah. But you know what? I think the Eisenberg controversy can basically be summed up in three words. Or no, four words. What would that be? He's not Brian Cranston. Now that would have been an interesting... Because everybody has been saying Brian Cranston, Brian Cranston, Brian Cranston. And now that... And even if it wasn't Eisenberg, if they had cast, like... who's who's Who were we talking about? Colin Salmon, you know, from yeah. Arrow. When we were saying, like, he'd be a good job. If he was cast, I guarantee you people would have flipped out. Well, for also keep this in mind for a lot of people, Superman is, is, is part of the American ethos at this point. So, I mean, it's sort of like which Christianity is better, you know? Yeah, but still, like, it's this, it's the same thing. Like, it's just people had an image in their mind, and it's not their dream casting, and so they're flipping out about it. Once again, we're going to, the, the whole thing has only one direction going up right. at this point. No other okay, reason. Okay, so, um, what did you? What did you? What news did you hear? Because I'm not sure if I was going to cover it or the, not. The, the basically, and I heard it from right after this whole thing with the Eisenberg was. Even though it's Batman versus Superman, in reality, it's looking more and more like a Justice League movie because they keep throwing more yeah, characters yeah. into it. You know. Well, like, this is something. Um, this is something I heard on Kevin Smith's podcast where he was saying that um, he had heard a rumor that they've actually decided to just go ahead and make it a Justice League movie. Because now, because, you know, the release date got pushed back by a year. And now there's rumors that Aquaman's going to be in it, too. Tell everybody at it, why don't you? So, yeah, so I'm starting to wonder, so people are starting to wonder if maybe it actually is going to be a Justice League movie. Don't call it Batman versus Superman. Call it whatever, you know. I think they might still call it Batman versus Superman in the promotional stuff up until... Like, they make an official announcement that this is Justice League. 
You know, this is more of a sign. If that's true, that is a sign of desperation. I'm oh, yeah. Part of Warner because they're getting their asses handed to them. Yeah. By Disney. This is what Warner initially announced was what they're going to do. They said after Man of Steel, they were going to do a Batman reboot, and then they were going to do a Justice League film, and then from the Justice League, they were going to spin off Wonder Woman and Green Lantern and Flash and all of them. And everybody's like, that's a stupid idea. And now it looks like that's what they're going to do. Well, if this thing gets delayed, there's another thing I'm noticing in the whole Marvel cinematic, small screen, big screen, both movie and television, is this. As they delay or essentially put into a coma, Mm -hmm. certain heroes, the main ones, Wonder Woman, which, by the way, I think we can all call bullshit their idea that the country or the planet is not ready for a Wonder Woman movie when Marvel can come up with a fucking movie with a tree and a raccoon. (laughs) Okay? I, I think at this point... We've all, I mean, I'm pretty sure there have been other Wonder Woman series. I could have sworn with somebody named Linda Carter. Maybe I've gone retarded, but I'm pretty sure there was one. So I'm pretty sure if in the 1970s and early 80s, they can handle Wonder Woman. I'm pretty sure 2014, 2015, or I don't know, 2020 at this point could handle it. Uh, Saying that, you have Wonder Woman, uh, I guess what, Aquaman, um, Batman, and Superman do with the big four that are, are basically are nice. Meanwhile, you're seeing on the other end of the spectrum this gravity being formed under a whole new set of DC heroes who I have to say, I think there could be momentum to include them in any big picture. And I'm talking about Green Arrow, mm-hmm. Canary, who you hate, at least yeah. Larry Perfin, um, and, and let's be honest, they're bringing the Flash into this picture. Oh, in fact, we've got our first look at um, yes. Grant Gustin as yes. the Flash. I have saw you seen that, that image? I have. Yeah. So, uh, so, like it's just the mask, but it looks pretty good. It looks very good. So, I mean, to the one listener that we have, I want you to pay attention and think about this for one second. What, if this thing gets on hold for more and more with the big guys, eventually the popularity of Arrow, mm-hmm. of the Flash... Maybe Canary, and maybe somebody else, because you know they're going to throw other people in it. They're going to say, well, if these guys aren't ready, well, why not make a movie with these other guys? Mm-hmm. I mean, wh- how would you feel about that? Um, yeah, that'd be interesting, too. I mean, it, you know, it's, it is funny that Warner Brothers, keep, Warner Brothers Film Division keeps tripping all over themselves. Well, the TV division is getting it right, which is traditionally how it's worked with Warner Brothers. <laughs> and that's the thing. And you're seeing this cultivation of an actual fictional DC world here. And you know what, you know what the problem is? It's that the right hand doesn't know what the left hand is doing. Agreed. Like Agreed. with Marvel, they've got it all compartmentalized. They've got it all figured out. They know what's going on in the TV shows. They know what's going on in the movies. They know what's going on in the Netflix movies. And they're working them all together. And they've got and they're overseeing all of it together as one big project. Yes. With Warner Brothers, there's like, here's the TV stuff, here's the movie stuff, and never the two shall meet. Right. It's like competing kingdoms yeah. in the same clan. 
versus versus marble, where it's one component. Each character is a component of a larger puzzle. And where, they've always done that. Like they had Smallville on the air when they were making a sequel to uh, Donner Superman films. Now imagine if they had taken Smallville and put it on the big screen. Just go from there. For a while, that that was my hope. Like in the early seasons of Smallville, that is what I hoped. Like it would end, and then they'd have the then they do a Superman movie with the cast of Smallville. But then the show just kept going on and on and getting worse and worse and worse. And I never wanted to see Tom Welling in the Superman suit ever again. I don't think you'll have to worry about that. No, no, yeah. that's not going to happen. You know, I, I think he's going to end up like that kid in the Christmas story doing porn. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know if he's listening, which I doubt he is. You know, we wish you the best of luck. But, you know, you got shitty writers towards the end of that. You know, but the thing is this, is eventually there, somebody's going to have to realize we have something here. And I really do hope they incorporate it. I really do. Because you've got villains. You've got storylines, world backgrounds. You know, and, and I wouldn't be surprised if they spin off the Flash into a separate series. Which don't be surprised if they do. Okay, I mean the momentum is going to build. And who is to say this? Who is to say that after they get the Flash going, besides Arrow, that they don't have introduce another person? What if they beat the cinema people, the Aquaman? Or what I don't think they'll. They may. They that that could be a possibility. There was an Aquaman pilot at one point. I mean, why not? I mean, seriously, if they don't give yeah. a shit. Why not? You know, or or Green Lantern, or I mean, I don't know. To pick who you want. The fact right. is this: the TV people very well could put off a Justice League movie, even if it never gets on the big screen, by the sheer fact that you know how television works. That by towards the season endings or some kind of ratings jamboree. Okay, let's take all our characters and put them all together to fight some big asshole. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I, yeah. And I hope that they take these, because it would be sucky to such a degree if Warner decided, we're not going to use this. We're going right. to recreate the Green Arrow on the screen, and, and, and eventually this whole beautiful world that they've crafted gets left to die in the vine. In other um, DC news... See what we've got here. I think that's it for DC news. Um, so let's move on to Marvel news. The Fantastic Four reboot has been cast. Yes, and the chick from the House of Cards. Yes, which is an amazing series. I just yes. finished the second season. So did I. Out of the plot oh, twist, it was so good. Yeah, I, I mean, well, we're not going to spoil it for anybody who has no, 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 no. But but yeah, uh, Kate Mara. It, well, it looks. I don't think it's actually been officially confirmed for all of them. But so far, it is looking like Kate Mara is playing the Invisible Woman. Miles Teller is playing Mr. Fantastic. Uh, Jamie Bell is playing The Thing. And Michael B. Jordan is playing the Human Torch. And that one's been rumored for a long time, actually. Let me ask you a question. Can we just go back to Superman for one second? Sure, sure. Just for one second. And there's a House of Cards connection here. Okay. Kevin Spacey. Mm Mm-hmm. If you had a choice between Eisenberg and Spacey to be cast as Axtuthor, who would you have? Because you know oh, he's there's already... no question. Spacey. I think so, too. I wonder why they just don't keep tapping him. Eisenberg's not my, you know, he's not my first. I think he'll do a good job, but he's not, like, my dream pick or anything like that. Like, I would have loved to, like, Brian Cranston, yeah, I would have loved to see him in it, too. 
but I'm not going to get all pissy because he didn't get cast in it, was my point. <laughs> but I'm just curious why they never decided to go back to the well and get... Because they'd be, it'd be bringing back memories of Superman Returns, that's why. And even though Spacey and Routh were great in Superman Returns, that... You know, it, they're not going to go back. It's it's the same reason why they're not going to try and get Christian Bale to be Batman in uh in the new in the new DC movies. Oh, I, I'm just I think they it'd be cool to see. I mean, after you watch House of Cards, oh, it, I agree, it would have been awesome. You know, no, um, I just and oh my God. and Judy Dench already proved that you can do a reboot and still cast the same actor from the previous franchise. Yes, yes, well. All right, I'm sorry. I just had to go back on that because he. Meant- no, that's okay. No problem. No, I I would have loved because especially um like Spacey and Superman Returns, he was trying to meet halfway between Hackman's Luther and the more sinister Luther. But I think if he played it completely dark, like in like as as he plays it in House of Cards, but without the accent, then that would have been amazing. <laughs> well, anyways, like I said, I thought it would have been neat. Yeah, okay. I agree too. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Um. So a lot of fan rage is erupting on the internet over the cast of the, the new Fantastic Four movie, basically because you've got a white invisible woman and a black human torch, and they're saying it's too complicated to explain that to viewers. What? Because apparently, uh, moviegoers are too stupid to understand the concept of adoption or second marriages. First off, we're talking about a world where you have. They have no problem figuring, oh, they'll figure out what a big rocky monster type guy is. Or that cosmic rays transform you. Right. (laughs) You know, cosmic rays, scrolls, you know, adamantium for mutants, Mm -hmm. giant robots, shapeshifters, but black people as the human torch as an adopted son. Now you're stepping the line. Where do you get off? Jesus. For next next thing you know, we're going to have biracial kids in Cheerio commercials. Do we really want to poke this with a stick at this point? <laughs> okay, fair enough. I think it's kind of. I think all the controversy is kind of ridiculous. It is ridiculous. You know. First off, where does it have to be that Johnny Storm has to be related to Susan Storm? Um, I know that comic book does. I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, you know, I mean, let's be honest. They do have a history of pulling crazy shit out of their ass. I don't think there's no mention of the Juggernaut being Professor X's stepbrother in the X-Men movie. Right. And in the last, the last, uh, there's also no mention of the connection between Mystique, Nightcrawler and Rogue. And let's be honest, the last Fantastic Four movie, um, I don't recall Victor Von Doom being in the same spaceship with the Reed Richards and his family. Right, but I wouldn't use that as defense because people hated that movie anyway. Yeah, I know. So did I. You know. I, I didn't like the first one. I liked the second one a lot more. My biggest problem with the second one was Julian McMahon because he's just yeah, – he's a great actor, but he cannot play Doom. You know who I felt sorry for on that whole thing? Hmm. The Silver Surfer. I thought they did him pretty good. No, I did think so too. I oh, just okay. think he was the ultimate victim here. Because I would have loved to see a Silver Surfer movie. They were planning on it. They were planning on spinning him off into his own film with uh, Doug Jones playing the surfer. 
the um, they were planning to bring back the real Galactus in the Silver Surfer spinoff too. Yeah, versus that big cloud thing, you know. Right. My biggest issue with the Fantastic Four reboot so far is that it looks like they're basing it on the Ultimate Fantastic Four comic book instead of the you know the Stan Lee Jack Kirby stuff. I'm not familiar with the Ultimate stuff, so you want to explain it? To- Consider yourself lucky. Okay, good. I haven't I haven't read any of the Ultimate this or that or you know. Yeah, other than Ultimate Spider-Man, you can just skip all of them. Okay. Okay, so but I, I what is the difference though? Well, the difference is they're all um, they're all teenagers. They're basically all at this um, like gifted school type of thing for like geniuses, or at least Reed and Sue are. Uh, Sue's father runs it, and that's why Johnny's there as well. And then they're doing an experiment one time, and Ben comes to visit Reed because they're like childhood buddies or something. <laughs> and then they get their powers from the negative zone. I thought you were going to say Ben was like the janitor at the school who just happened to be <laughs> at the wrong place at the wrong time. No, no. But yeah, they get their powers from the negative zone. What the hell is that? You know, the negative zone. It's a, Remind it, me. Again. It's the fucking negative zone. You know, where like Annihilus and all those guys come from. You need to be more. No, forget it. I know. It's a it's a big thing in the comics. Okay, I, I'm, I'll be honest. I'm not a big Fantastic Four reader. Okay, so, I mean, enough. I'm ignorant. I'm, I'm a bastard when it comes to that. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, um, Heroes is coming back. Aha! Now that's got... You know what? If they're willing to bring back Heroes, I have one request. Mm-hmm. No more Skylar, st- Skylar stories. They've played Who's that Skylar? to death. Skylar? Who is Skylar? Skylar. Oh, Skylar. 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 What the fuck his name is? You know, I was thinking I've been doing a Breaking Bad marathon now that all the episodes are on Netflix. So I'm thinking I'm like Skyler. No, like, Anna Gunn wasn't in Heroes. No, I think uh, I mean, are they doing a complete reboot? Uh, I have no idea. Let's see what it says here. We have absolutely no idea. Like there's rumors that it might be a completely new reboot, not a reboot, but it might be a continuation um, but it would have like completely new characters, and there's some rumors that say it'll be old characters. Some say it'll be a mix. But yeah, they're calling it Heroes Reborn. Now, if which I think Marvel's going to sue them up for that title. No, they won't. Marvel had a Heroes Reborn event back in the mid '90s. Oh, wait a minute, hold on. Maybe you're right. What channel was the Heroes on? NBC. Oh, never mind. It was ABC. Different story. Oh no, no, no. No. Well, you know what? Here's my thing. If we're bringing back old TV shows, outside uh-huh. of the prerequisite bring back Firefly. Give it up. Give it up. Okay. Which, I, I mean, I know I'm in good company here with that. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of other shows I would like to see them bring back, like Terminator Sarah Connor Chronicles. Yes, yes. I would love to see that. You one. know, and it would actually make more sense. They're all old, slightly older, not that much. Okay. You know what? You know what else I'd like to see come back? And I know you think you're going to think I'm crazy, and so is everybody else. What? Knight Rider, the um, the the reboot they did a few years ago. That wasn't bad. Like Seventeen episodes. I liked it. I thought it was, especially towards the end of the series, it really started to find its footing, and then it got canceled. You know, the problem with that Knight Rider, and I think it's the same thing that happened with Jericho, which I wish they would bring back too. Mm-hmm. Was the thing was a writer strike. 
No, this was after the writer's strike. This was after the writer's strike? Yeah, the writer's strike affected Heroes. Okay. Well, yeah, that, uh, but yeah. yeah, the Knight Rider came on about like a year or so after the writer's strike. Well, you know, the writer's strike hit a lot of series. It hit right. Heroes. It hit Terminator. It hit... It completely screwed up the... I think it was the second season of Heroes? Yeah. Because it was nothing about Siler stories, for Christ's sake. You know? It was uh, it was completely derailed because they had that whole thing with um, going into the future and all that. And then... Uh, and then uh, uh, what the fuck's his name? Uh, Peter left his girlfriend in the future, and then we never heard about her again. <laughs> Just like uh, Marty McFly left his girlfriend in that one alternate universe. Where yeah. <laughs> like, you know, they never She'll be fine. Yeah, you know, the, the history is going to uh, correct itself only if you watch physics, read about physics. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it just creates another parallel universe. So, so, I mean, that poor bitch, that poor woman stuck in some horrible, like, who the fuck? Not only that, keep in mind that her that pre, when she was awake, she was looking at her elderly self in the future, and now she's going to wake up in some neighbor ghetto neighborhood, which is. You know what never made sense to me about that explanation in Back to the Future 2? What was that? Because Doc Brown's talking about how there's the timeline, and then when Biff went back in time and changed it, created an alternate timeline, which branched off. Uh-huh. But didn't Marty do the same thing? Of course he did. Yeah, so I'm just, I'm just like, wait a the minute. The whole thing changes. It could, yeah, you know. so how so how come Mar- when Marty does it, the main timeline is altered, but when Biff does it, it's an alternate reality? Yeah, no, no. In rea- you know who, who discussed this, too? Was Michio Kaku. That, that guy, you know, that Japanese oh, okay. guy, and he, yeah, he, yeah. he he called bullshit on that movie. He <laughs> says no, and not only him, Neil deGrasse. I think it's also on YouTube with Neil deGrasse Tyson, deGrasse mm-hmm. Tyson. I can never pronounce his name right. deGrasse Tyson. Thank yeah. you, thank you. He went in on this. He says, "No, you guys created a parallel universe. She's stuck there." Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, I don't think Doc Brown knows as much about time travel as he claims to know. I don't think he knows shit about. <laughs> Time he just stumbled How upon this. How could you possibly know it? You know, I mean, he created the flux capacitor, okay, which, you know, it's never really explained how that makes you. It, I have. I think that's just something he threw. I think he just discovered the time machine, and then he just made up this bullshit about the flux capacitor. Yeah. And, you know, and, and so, of course, you know, there's no way to really explain time travel. The damn thing's a MacGuffin device. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, it's it's got a cool sounding name. It's a too, flux capacitor. It. <laughs> it goes one point three gigawatts or something like that. You know. Yeah, you can't even say gigawatts properly. Gigaw- you know, and he's been saving up all this money this, that he can use in different timelines and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and it never dawned on him that uh, you know you you're like you said you're creating parallel universes. If you were to yeah. go back in time, you know, the old paradoxes, what if you go back in time and kill your mother or parents before you were born? Right. And, you know, and, and what would happen is... Well, gee, what about, like, this is something that uh, I think Cracked covered. Um, think about this. You had a crush on this guy named Marty, and then years later, you give birth to a kid who looks exactly like him. And, and like, if you're that dad, and oh, she decides to name the yeah. kid Marty, like, what the fuck? I mean, it doesn't start to click on you. Holy shit, that TV character's named Darth Vader, too. Or, yeah. or you no. Know, 
Exactly. Plus, yeah, I mean, like, at best, she probably thinks Marty raped her or something. You know, and on top of it, you would, you know, I'm, I'm beginning to think that, uh, holy crap. Uh, uh, he didn't put two, you know, for a smart man, he didn't put it, let's see, my kid's hanging around with a scientist. <laughs> you know, did at any time. The same scientist that this guy Marty hung out with back in 1955. Right. Now, there's also another divergent thing that just dawned on me. Now, I didn't read the crack article, but now I got to read that. But he, I think it was, uh, I think it was one of their videos. Okay. He creates essentially the father becomes successful writing a book, a science fiction book. Mm-hmm. And I remember this in the first movie because they showed the end, you know, he's yeah, yeah. popular about a character named Darth Vader. Now, was the character actually named Darth Vader? The character was named Darth Vader. So I have to ask. No, no, the character had the it had the look of the of the hazmat suit Marty wore, but I don't think they actually said what his name was in the book. You sure? I don't. I'm pretty sure. I wonder if he did. What happens to the real, the original Darth Vader? Well, this would have come out in 1985, so the original Darth Vader would have already been around. Well, you know what he may have thought fucking george lucas got visited by the same guy yeah and wrote down a story so now i gotta write down a story too but we'll give it a different name <laughs> so that's the problem with time travel uh. it is uh you know there's a, you can never get it right no time yeah, travel yeah. story can ever be done correctly because i mean eventually there's a fuck up somewhere yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, let's not even get it. Let's not even get into the whole Terminator thing. Oh no, I won't even get into the Terminator thing. But, uh, but speaking of Terminator, they it looks like they're casting um, the new John Connor. Yeah, not only that, they already casted the Reese. The Ky- oh, I'm sorry, Kyle Reese. Yeah, yeah. Jay Jay Courtney from um, he, he was in the Die Hard movie. The last a Good Day to Die Hard. Yeah. Did you see that movie? No, I never got a chance to see it. I heard I didn't see it either, but I heard it was terrible. Well, as far as far as I'm concerned, you know, I mean, we did. See- well, he's been. It looks like he's been offered the role, but it hasn't been finalized. And it looks like Amelia Clark will play Sarah Connor. Oh, it does. Jason Clark is John Connor, and Arnold Schwarzenegger is the cyborg again, which we already know how you feel about. I will not discuss further on that. <laughs> um, oh, but this is interesting. The guy who directed uh, Thor: The Dark World is directing it. I just rented that movie. It's good. Okay, I, I have to watch it. Yeah, we can talk about that next episode. Okay. But, you know, I mean, if you had to pick another show to bring back, what would you bring back? Jeez. Uh, that's a good question. I mean, we already mentioned Night Rider. We already mentioned um, Firefly. I'm drawing a complete blank right now. You know, I, I could think at least... A dozen programs I could think of. I'm sure once we stop recording, I'm gonna. it's going to come to me. Well, I, I brought up Jericho. I would like to see Carnival come back. Uh-huh. You know, in terms of he brought up Firefly. Um, Sarah Connor Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Um, how about this one for an animated one? And I liked it. It was the young... It was the Young Justice, I think it was called. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. That was awesome. Uh, that would be nice. Uh, oh, you know, if we're going to go animated as well, then I've got two choices, uh, three choices, actually. Okay. Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Okay. 
Wolverine and the X-Men. Mm-hmm. And, and the Spectacular Spider-Man. I heard that one was very good. They were all good. All three of them were excellent. And they've all gotten – well, Spectacular Spider-Man and Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes were replaced by much shittier shows. Spectacular Spider-Man was replaced by Ultimate Spider-Man, which I tried – I could barely watch the first episode. It was so bad. And then Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes was replaced by Avengers Assemble, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. And – I watched the first episode because it was free on iTunes, and it didn't seem that good. So why did they cancel one and replace the other? Because they wanted to bring it all under – because they were outsourced. Oh. And Marvel Studios wanted to bring it all under their own animation department. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to head it up by Jeff Loeb, who is consistently who – who used to be an amazing writer but seems to have lost his mind somewhere along the way. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, I never got a chance to watch those shows, so I'm going to have to try and find them. And You know what? Non-animated. I would like to see that. I thought got short-shifted, too. Reaper. Oh, I remember seeing a few episodes of that. Yeah, that alone. I would love to see them bring back. But anyways, that's okay. it. But yeah, you- so what else? So, yeah, so they're, they're bringing back t- television shows like Heroes. They're um, rebooting everything. You notice that? They're, yeah, yeah. I mean, let's see. We've got a Batman reboot, essentially. Right. Superman already has been rebooted. Fantastic Four. I wouldn't be surprised if they rebooted X-Men at this point. Um, if Marvel gets the rights back to it, they will, but I think Fox is holding on to them. Because Fox seems to have done a soft reboot with First Class. Yeah. Because First Class was like half reboot, half not, half prequel. It was really bizarre. Could you explain something to me? Why aren't the Skrulls and the Guardians of the Galaxy? Or, well, I've been hearing that they Marvel doesn't own the rights. There's some. There might be some question about that because... The Skrulls premiered in the Fantastic Four, so they may technically fall under the Fantastic Four rights. It's kind of like the whole situation with Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch, how you know both Fox and Marvel can use them. So this is before Marvel got its shit together. They started licensing stuff to everybody. Right, this is before they got their own studios. (sighs) Because I- so yeah, so we don't know if the scrolls are. I think I think we don't know because there was rumors that the scrolls were going to be the invading army in Avengers. Yeah, well, that's what I meant. Not not the Guardians. I meant the Avengers. Exactly. Oh, okay. It just would have made more so, yeah, sense. So, so that so that's why um we're that's why we're not sure. Okay. Well, I think they should. Um, so yeah, let's talk about, that's pretty much it. Like, the rest of the stuff is just, like, minor stuff. There's okay, really now on to trailers. We've got to yes, talk trailers. about trailers. Which, which one should we go with? I, I, uh, let's go with Spider-Man. Okay. Okay. Answer me a question, because I've seen it. I want to be up front. I still, I rented and I finally got it from Netflix, The Amazing Spider-Man. So okay. I'm going to be watching that. Actually, yeah, on my computer. Because my flat, my TV finally died on me. So I got to watch it on my computer. But saying that, <clears throat> watching the, the previews, it's Paul Giamatti as the rhino. Now, is the yeah. rhino in some kind of, maybe I mistook it, in some kind of mech armor? 
It looks like it. Because, see, the rhino in the comics, he was fused to his uh, to his suit. Yeah. So he may be, it may be one of these things where the rhino in the movie is fused to that armor type of thing. Mm-hmm. It may be something like that. Because, I mean, you only see brief glimpses of it. Right, yeah, yeah. You know? Now, I'll tell you what I was impressed by. Mm. And I noticed that people who made Spider-Man movie have been playing uh, a certain PlayStation game involving a guy with electrical powers. Are you talking about um, the second Spider-Man game? Or? No, no, no. I'm talking about this Infamous. Infamous. Oh, yeah. That yeah. if you look at how they're playing, uh, they're playing up, uh, what's his name, Fox as Electro, Electro. I'm noticing how he's flying and some of the stuff yeah, he you're does. Right. Yeah. Is exactly like the from Infamous, almost yeah, exactly. you're exactly. Right. And because Electro doesn't fly in the comic, as far as I know, I think he developed the ability later. Okay. I don't know. I mean, and he looks like a real badass in this. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like what they did. That's a a reboot of a character, maybe not a series, but a character that I wholeheartedly. I, I hope it's as cool as the previews give out. So now you, you've turned around on him now. I, I have. I have to say. Yeah. I have. After I've seen more of it, I was... Well, first of all, I'm used to the Electro in the comic books, who he's a... I know he's a major villain. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I know he's a major villain in the, in the comic. It's just that his demeanor and everything is... He was sort of like the Cobra Commander of Spider-Man villains. Who, you know, he wants to be big league. Oh, okay, yeah. And, and he just yeah. can't cut the mustard. You know, I right. mean, Dr. Octopus is big league. Uh, Green Goblin, big league. Yeah. Electro comes so close. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and he just... But he goes for small-time shit. You know, he... Right, exactly. He's a very small-minded character. He is a small-minded character. You know, I mean, he has the ability to control shit with electricity. Well, he was what? He was like a cable repairman or something. Yeah, no, I mean... The, or, or, like a, or like an electrical wire repairman. Yeah, I mean, no, the guy did not have global domination shit. Yeah, exactly. He was the type of guy who had powerful powers. Mm-hmm. But a... In the wrong body, sort of be like, here's a guy with fantastic artistic ability, but he spends most of his time jerking off in a bathroom looking at kiddie porn. You know, <laughs> something like that. You know, I mean, then you got characters in the Spider Man universe who want to be big league, who think they're big league, but in reality, they're a fucking joke. And I'm talking about right. Mysterio. Mm-hmm. You know, who, let's be honest, nobody can take that son of a bitch seriously. <laughs> you know, so I like how Jamie Foxx so far portraying the guy is almost like some kind of, he thinks he's a god or something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you're fighting fucking Gozer here. <laughs> you know what else looks interesting about that? That it looks like they're going to have Harry Osborn become the Green Goblin before Norman. Yeah. So it looks like they're it looks like they're doing the same which they did on the spectacular Spider-Man cartoon as well. That's going to be interesting. Who's playing the kid? Oh god, who is it? Dale DeHaan, I think. What was he in? I have no idea. I'm looking him up right now. Yeah, Dale DeHaan. Um is his name and he was in 
Lincoln. He was in Chronicle. He was in Lawless. Um, Jack and Diane. He's on a few episodes of True Blood. And that's about it. Interesting. Well, like I said, it's going to be interesting. I, yeah. I, I, I kind of like it. I haven't finished... I, I haven't seen the, the other Spider-Man movies, so... But I really want to do. Okay, so anything else about the Spider-Man um, trailer that caught your eye or anything like that? Um, well, I think we talked about this before, but there's the hinting of the Sinister Six. You know, because you see like the Doc Ox tentacles, you see the Vulture's wings. Yeah. In the Oscorp Labs. I gotta tell you, I'm excited about that. It's a big Spider-Man yeah. fan, you know. Okay, so uh, anything else, or do we want to go on to the next one? Uh, let's move on to the next one. You know what? Let's save the best for last. So let's save Guardians for the last one. Okay, so then let's stick with our Marvel so far, and let's okay. go with... Actually, no, let's change it up a bit. Let's talk Godzilla. Yes, Godzilla. Now... Featuring Brian Cranston. I originally only saw the teaser trailer where the guys are jumping off the plane. And Same here. Okay. Yeah, I only just saw this trailer like last and night. And you know, I, thanks to you, I finally saw it. And I've got to tell you, I've got to tell you, I was like, my jaw dropped. Whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> it looks really good. This is such a difference from that piece of shit. That's... And you know what? Did you did you catch Ken Watanabe's line about the 1950s? Yeah, I. So I think they're tying it into the original Godzilla. That you know what? I, I I'm glad you said that because I'm a history buff, and I actually saw. This is sheer coincidence. I mm. saw a documentary. My dad actually rented from the library. He don't know. My dad, he's 88 years old. He throws. He, he has 108 videos from the library. I think they're going to hunt him down and for, for dead if he doesn't return these movies. <laughs> so um, one of them he had was about nuclear warfare. Like, oh, this looks so cool. And it was a whole thing about... Holy crap. I just, I, just had a, I just had a completely random thought. I'm like, what if Ken Watanabe's character is related to the guy from the original Godzilla movie. Look at this. Well, the guy in the original one, who's na- who's played by, by Akihiko Hirata, his name was Daisuke Serizawa Hakase. Ken Watanabe's character is Daisuke Serizawa. And the last name is a, is, is a, the first name, right? Close for No, no, I, I, said it, I said it Western style. Oh, okay. Last name is last. Well, I'll tell you, it wouldn't... So, yeah, it looks like he's got this a very, very similar last name. You know, that would be very cool. And it would yeah. be a nice link to the past. And I'll tell you, I, I, like I said, that documentary, they were, we were bombing the shit. It, it almost made no sense that we were bombing right. the shit. Oh, no, it does make sense in a way because these are distant islands. You're not going to, I mean, nobody really knew what they were doing. Right, right. And and we were bombing the shit out of these places. And, and, and yeah, that makes a nice backstory. We weren't testing the nukes on Bikini Island. We were really fucking killing a giant monster. Oh, and it's actually, uh, since this is, it's being released in 2014, it's Godzilla's 60th anniversary, too. I think that's why it's being released now. Yeah, exactly. But it, so that looked. 
That looks really good. You know what I like about it? One of the things, this is actually one that looks realistic. I mean, yeah, the Sony one you could say kind of looks realistic, but I mean, the monster was horrible. The story was horrible. I'm sorry, Matthew Broderick, I love you to death, but you were in the wrong movie, pal. Okay? But this, this is not just a monster movie. They've turned it into a disaster flick. Like, it reminded me, when I was a younger man, a kid in the 70s and in the, in the 80s, Hollywood used to produce what they called disaster movies. And, yeah, you know, yeah. with earth, movies about earthquakes, movies like Tower Inferno. And, you know, and right. they had this era, this air of not just drama, but like this, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Panic? I don't know if panic's the right word. But like, like, fuck, we gotta get out of here, or let's, you know, like right, the Poseidon right, right. Adventure and all these right, other right. ones, and, and you get that just with the trailer alone, you know? Oh yeah, I love how they explain Fukushima. Mm-hmm. You know, that's Fukushima in the video. I think it gets trash or something. It wasn't because of a hurricane or a, a monster. What was it? He said it was again a a tidal wave or a. a Typhoon, typhoon and, an, and an earthquake. It was fucking Godzilla. It was an er- it, yeah, it was an earthquake that triggered a ty- uh, typhoon. Right. Or it was really Godzilla. Tsunami, yeah. yeah. It was really Godzilla. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it's amazing that uh, you see you see on there how they tie in all these events, all these mm-hmm. things, and on top of it, how they make it a disaster film because you don't just see the like say Brian Cranston who I gotta say looks amazing in this you know yeah. but the, he ties it and then you see civilians I mean yeah and the other Godzilla movies in past you see people fleeing and shit like that but here right, right. you're seeing it on a macro scale you're seeing mm. for example not a close up of some asshole running from a giant lizard in a rubber suit you're seeing like for example, there's a, there, that that scene with the train, and it's crunched, and it, or, or no, a crash plane on the on the on the highway. By the way, there's no spoilers here. This is all in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Uh, we we haven't seen anything more than the trailer. right. And but you see the plane crasher, and you see them diverting all this traffic. You know, little things like that. You see the inside of a nuclear meltdown, and my mm-hmm. God, and how how would we? And now they're tackling. The monster in a realistic fashion. The Japanese films were fun to watch, but you know they right. were using like laser beams and shit like that. And I don't even remember mm. what the hell we used in that stupid Sony one. That was horrible. It was something ridiculous. It was something stupid. Okay, but I'm pretty sure. But um, this no clue, no clue. Yeah. But did you notice they kind of hinted that Godzilla? isn't the only giant monster. No, I missed that. Oh, rewatch it. There's little hints all over the place that it's, I mean, there may not be more than Godzilla in this movie. Right, it may just be like Easter egg Right, but watch the video again and they show one piece of evidence after another that there are other large monsters. Shit, I gotta check, check it out. Check it out. I'll give you one example. They're exploring, I think, a cave, and there's this, the corpse of these giant fucking bones. Oh. Okay. You know, it ain't a whale. 
It ain't a dinosaur. Yeah. This thing is way bigger than a dinosaur. Because like they, they, showed, they were like walking through a pelvic bones. And uh-huh. it's like the size of a battle cruiser. Mm-hmm. So I think they're setting this up. And if they are, it's brilliant that they're setting yeah. this up for more mass. I would love to see Mothra versus Godzilla in a modern setting. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> Especially with the way they're do- they looks like they're doing it now. Oh, that would be so cool. You know, and I know the monster's CGI, but it doesn't look bad. It looks really good. I mean, you know, it's the same thing with Pacific Rim. The monsters looked awesome in that. Oh, Benicio del Toro's monsters were awesome looking. Yeah. Guillermo. Guillermo. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who's Benicio del Toro? He's an actor. Oh, wait a minute. I know who he is. He's a guy from... Uh, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, Usual Suspects? Yeah, how could I fuck that? And um, Fear and Loathing? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, God. And he's going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, God. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He plays the collector. Now, anything else on Godzilla? I I think you said it all, man. I mean, my big thing was I wanted to mention the Ken Watanabe thing, his line about what they did in the past. And they're connecting that. The, so, I, yeah, I, that, I said my piece on that. We got to find a way to play that on here. Yeah. We'd have to set up, like, a YouTube channel or something Here's like that. The, Plus, I think, like, I think they'd come after us for doing Yeah, you're right. Forget it. Forget it. I want okay. to lawyers. Um, so then uh, two more trailers. We got Captain America, Winter Soldier. Let me ask you a question because I'm not familiar with the whole Winter yeah. Soldier line. Because I okay. think it came up after I stopped collecting comic books on a yeah, regular up, basis. It came up a few years ago. It's a fairly recent storyline, like in 2006, 2007, I want to say. Mm-hmm. No, it was before that. It was like 2000, maybe 2004 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, it just seems to me, like, like I said, I, it came about when uh, I just didn't get a chance at my, that point in my life. Or I wanted to get mm-hmm. back into it. It's just life. Right, right. But let me ask you this. Okay. Did uh, You're more familiar with that story than I am. What is the basic premise of Winter Soldier? So the Winter Soldier is, um, he's basically this Cold War myth. This, uh, this, Russian, this Russian operative who's like this really badass soldier. And he's been around like ever since the 50s, basically. Okay. Um, so that's why in the trailer, there's that beginning with uh, Black Widow saying that, you know, a lot of people think he's uh, he's a myth in the intelligence community and all that uh-huh. kind of stuff. So, so, yeah, that's basically – I mean, there's there's more to it, but do you really want me to spoil no, the No, no, no. I, 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 okay. I'll be honest with you. I had thought it was going to be Captain America's uh, sidekick. Who got tossed over the train? Remember in the first Captain America movie? Do you, don't, if you don't want to know for sure, don't Google that. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Okay. Okay. Now, see, I'm afraid to ask questions without ruining this now. I'm not going to mind. Well, I mean, you. it's not like a. I mean, like, it was a big thing in the comics when it was revealed, mm-hmm. but it's it'll be really hard to go until. Uh, when does it come out? April? Mm. It'll be really hard to go another two months without hearing about the Winter Soldier. Okay. I, I won't I won't ask another thing. I will not I will not <laughs> uh 
I mean, you may get it spoiled anyway, so. Right. Okay, so other than that, what do you think of the trailer? I thought it was neat. I, I had a million questions now, but I'm afraid to ask them. <laughs> we'll try asking some of them, and I'll tell you if you should ask them or not. Okay. Uh, is that Falcon? Yes, that's okay, Falcon. Okay, good. Okay, thought so. Is S.H.I.E.L.D. taken over? By, by, that's a good question. You know, that's and, a good question. But who the know. hell is Robert Redford playing? He's playing Alexander Pierce. Now, this is my theory. I don't know if this is true or not, and I've been afraid to look up anything about it. But my theory is that Redford's character is being possessed by someone, or he's someone else in disguise, maybe the Red Skull. See, that's what I want to know, too. I mean, you haven't heard shit from that guy. Right, yeah, which is good. I'm glad they haven't said anything. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the uh, Captain M. Because some of the things he says, like, you know, building a new world sometimes means tearing the old one down, all that kind of stuff. I think it's, I think he might be the villain. Mm-hmm. We've also got uh, Batrox going to be in it, too. That's the French guy that jumps, right? Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> I never cared too much. He's going to be in I it. never cared too much for him. Um, so he's going to be in it. And then, you know, obviously we got the Black Widow in it. Plus, did you notice in the trailer that Cap wears two different costumes in the movie? Yeah, what's up with that? I think it opens with him being a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, and that's why he's wearing the, the blue and white suit. Mm-hmm. But I think later in the movie, like, he, it looks like he goes rogue from S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. So that's why I think it, that's why I think my theory, because, you know, you see, um, uh, Nick Fury incapacitated. Yeah. And you see things like the helicarrier being blown up. You see Cap fighting that elevator full of guys. So I'm thinking that S.H.I.E.L.D. does get taken over, and then Cap ditches the S.H.I.E.L.D. uniform and wears his old costume. Mm-hmm. So that that's some of my theories about it. Well, here's what I would like to know. Is what about the S.H.I.E.L.D. from the TV series? That's a good question. Uh, well, there are, you know, there are... Um, they're an off the books team type of thing. Well, I haven't. I've only seen one episode. So I'll profess ignorance. Oh, okay. I don't know what the hell. But I would think that they would like to incorporate such things. They probably will, but they're not going to do anything. It may not even be reflected. Well, it may be reflected in the end of the season. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, you know, Sif is going to be appearing on the next episode of Shield, though. Who? Sif from Thor. Oh. Yeah, she's going to be on the next episode. Nice. Nice. That actress is going everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You got to catch up on the series, man, because there's been some really good stuff. I I, I will. I promise you. I'm going to catch up. I just have not had a chance. There's a a certain minor Marvel character from the 90s who makes an appearance in it. Oh, who? Do you want me to just go ahead and tell you? No, don't tell me. Okay. No, no, don't tell me. Okay. You're gonna you're gonna flip when you see it, though. I think. Well, I don't know. You, I don't know if you're very familiar with the character or not, but I flipped when I saw it. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I, I collected the comic books. I didn't collect Shield, though. I, I was never a Shield. Well, he wasn't a Shield character. Okay. Uh, give me a hint. Uh, cyborg. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Uh, Deathlock. Yes. <sighs> oh. Ooh, I got to <laughs> definitely get these episodes now. Ooh. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so um, shall we move? Anything else you want to say about Captain America? No, well, no, no, no. You answered it. See, I'm afraid to ask the okay. questions I have because <laughs> now that I you brought it, you 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 set it up in such a way, it's sort of like uh, you know, it's like sort of like you're playing. Can you guess which marble is in the cup? You know that that, that three right. card Monty that three cup Monty game. Only the other two uh-huh. cups have spitting cobras in them. <laughs> so I'm afraid to pick which one. Okay, so let's go on to the final trailer. Okay, and that's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Now that oh, I love this. I've been told that this is everything from from Farscape to Firefly from Marvel. Yeah, which I find amazing because I liked both shows. See, I never saw Farscape. <sighs> But I love, oh, I love you gotta see Farscape. I think it's on Netflix you, now, so I'll, you, I'll get, I'll you, get to you it. You will love that show. If you don't love okay. that show, you can punch me in the face. I'm not gonna punch you in the face, Johnny. Yeah. I don't know that. <laughs> I, I give you enough liquor, you can punch anybody. I, I, I've seen you get angry at get at the dark ones. Oh, that's just me and him like fucking around. But, uh, nah, man, I'm telling you, you're going to love Farscape. But anyways, let me answer me a question, because, like, once again, I have, I've never seen a Guardians of the Galaxy comic, okay? Which okay. I think I have to start getting now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, start with the series from, what was that, I think 2005? Now, I did used to was, read uh, Guardians of the Galaxy from the 1990s. And I know right. there's nothing that's got nothing to do with this. There's a uh, Yandu's in it. Okay. Yandu is in it. I think he was the guy with the bow and arrow. All right. He's in it. He's in Guardians. He's in the movie, but I don't think he's a, he's not a member of the team though. No, this is um this is the newer version of the Guardians of the Galaxy because that Guardians they were set in the future, like the. Well, this one looks 30s, like it's set in the future too, isn't it? No, this is set in the present. Okay. It is set in outer space. So this the lead character who's from Parks and Recreation. Yeah. Chris okay. Pine. What is he like? Hurled into space or something? Or yeah, he's uh, Peter Quill. He's um, half human, half alien. Okay. And uh, but it takes place now. It takes place in the present. Okay, now. just in space. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so he's the son of a human mother and an alien father, and... Go on. Um, I'm looking it up right now. Thought you read this shit. He becomes a, Na- he becomes a NASA ass... Well, I, I mean, I've read the comic, but they don't really address... Like, Star-Lord existed long before he joined the Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Like, he was created in, like, the 70s or something. Yeah, he was created in the 70s. He was, like, a one of these one-off Marvel heroes that they were creating all the time in one of their anthologies. Mm. But he didn't really become a big player until recently when he started form this new Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Um, yeah, he steals, a, he steals a scout ship and goes into space, basically, is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Now, I know who Drax um, the Destroyer is. I, I'm, I'm familiar with him. And uh, Gamora I'm actually familiar with. I'm uh, not the raccoon and not Groot. Who, yeah, you know, but still, it looks very interesting. I like how they're yeah. playing this off as action pack, but it's also 
tongue-in-cheek. Right, yeah. And I can't wait to see Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> there is a picture on Facebook where uh-huh. they make fun of the giving tree. There's a, the, oh, you know really? what the giving tree is, right? The, that yeah. famous story. Well, it's it, you, you, you read it, right? You've seen the famous cover. It's a picture of a tree that gives a young boy a red apple. Yeah, well, yeah, this yeah. version, it's Groot. Oh, I see it. <laughs> it's Groot giving Rat, Rocket Raccoon a machine gun. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so that's that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> that's that, that. But I, I, I don't know much about it. I am very excited, though, because I like sci-fi. I like, you know, yeah. all this type of stuff. So... You know more than I do, so about the world and all that. So you're going to have to educate me here. Well, um, you haven't seen Thor: The Dark World yet, so I'm not going to spoil the end credit sequence. Okay, so they're tied. But there's something in there that leads into Guardians of the Galaxy. Let me ask you this: Does, does Thanos play in any of this? Uh, yes, I think he does. Okay, because Gamora is his daughter, I believe. I think you're right. Yeah, and I may be mistaken, but. Didn't Thanos kill Drax's family? I think so. Yeah. So, yeah, there are tons of little connections to Thanos in this. And I think the... Because the movie's plot is that Star-Lord, Peter Quill, is after this orb. And you see it in the trailer. That orb he goes after in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think that orb holds one of the Infinity Gems. Oh. I remember the Infinity War. Yeah. Do we get the warlock? So too? I think that I think that's what we're doing is we're leading to the Infinity Gauntlet in Avengers three. Is I think it's going to be the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh. Okay. Okay. Gosh. That's exciting. That's- Did you see that? Um, you saw that meme on Facebook where it's like DC says that DC says. Um, the world isn't ready for a Wonder Woman movie, and then underneath it shows Rocket Raccoon. It says Marvel says, "Here's a talking raccoon." Well, no, I haven't, but I did. We did mention earlier in the podcast that, that yeah, you know, yeah, we can't, right. they can't get a fucking Wonder Woman yet. Marvel's you know kicking their ass with animal critters. <laughs> you know, <laughs> come on. <laughs> okay, well, we got that. We, I mean, anything else with that? Um. Oh, I loved uh, – you know what I heard that was really That's funny? It. Like sales of Neil Diamond's Hooked on a Feeling have apparently gone through the roof on iTunes after the trailer came out. Really? <laughs> yeah. Was that Drax playing with his uh, headphones? No, no. That was uh, one of the guys who was in prison. Okay. Him. Yeah, okay. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, I love that. And um, oh, I love how uh, there's that whole thing about he's like, he's like I'm Star-Lord. And it's like nobody calls him that. Nobody knows who that is. I like how they got What's-His-Face talking in, uh, in the preview. What's that actor? He was in Steel, Steel Magnolia. and or He was in Magnolia or something like that. You mean John yeah. C. Wiley? Yeah. <laughs> what a bunch of assholes, right? Oh, that, oh, the guy behind him. That's not – yeah, the guy behind – I don't know who the guy behind him is. He looks really familiar though. But yeah, John C. Riley is the guy who says that um, 
And I love the line about Groot is traveling with Rocket as his houseplant slash yeah. muscle. <laughs> and he has a bend down to, you know, to, yeah. to, you know like, hey, what's this all about? And of course, what's his name who plays Star Wars? He's doing that thing with the finger. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to uh, I'm ready for him to, to put his glasses on the FBI jacket. You ever watch him in uh, Parks and Recreation? No, oh, he's no. hilarious in that. He's hilarious. He plays the guy who's a little bit more dumber than him. Than the Star- I mean, uh-huh. completely more stupider. Like a giant man-child. Yeah. But I was I was going to say, I thought he was going to put on the thing and become Burt Mackler, FBI agent, like from Parks and Recreation, <laughs> but no. Uh, so, um, shall we move on to talk about All Hail the King? Yes. Oh, first, first, I forgot. I meant to do this at the beginning, but we got uh, we got a message from somebody. We have a message from somebody. You mean there's somebody that actually yes. listens to this? Uh, apparently, oh yeah. Oh, my God. Um, this is from Tony Caracelli. He left this as a comment on our website. We have a website? Yeah. <laughs> I <know it> <laughs> you know, it's the only thing I announce ev- at the end of every episode. What's that? Okay. <laughs> the website. <laughs> uh, Johnny, you've been eating too much chicken. No. <laughs> I'll tell you what it is. I'm using a different brand of vodka. Is it that cheap shit again? Let me tell you something. I'm low on funds. The, the, the Manelli Liquor Store has got a good deal on this Canadian liquor, which has got some kind of French name, which right then and there should be red flags all over. Unless... For vodka... Uh, 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 a French vodka made in yes. Canada. Yeah, that just yes. ends up some red flags. You know, it, it, and, and, you know, the rule of thumb is if you're going to buy vodka, it should sound like it came from somewhere... That Stalin sexually abused. You know, <laughs> you know that's. The, Why don't you just get some cheap whiskey? Instead? I had cheap whiskey. <laughs> but I, okay. I, I, so anyway, this on. is this is from Tony Caracelli. Commented on um, our fourth episode, Man of Genocide, where we talked about Man yes. of Steel. All this discussion of the casting of Man of Steel two misses two important points. Not that Oscar nominations are the be all end all. But they do indicate that the chosen actor has some chops. Between them, the cast of Man of Steel has 11 Oscar nominations for acting. 11. That's five for Amy Adams, three for Russell Crowe, and one each for Kevin Costner, Diane Lane, and Lawrence Fishburne. And the result was still Man of Steel, which I can prove in detail is literally the worst movie I have ever seen. My father will agree with you, Mr. Caselli. Uh, he goes on, adding in the now-confirmed cast of Man of Steel, we're up to 13 nominations thanks to Jesse Eisenberg and Je- Jeremy Irons each having one. At a certain point, you could have the whole movie done by Laurence Olivier and Meryl Streep, and you'd still have an awful movie. <laughs> because the fix to Man of Steel 2 is not to get better actors. The only hope they've ever had is to somehow establish the characters, which they desperately needed to do. And rather than doing that, they're casting two-time Oscar winner, but not as an actor. Okay, fair enough. Ben Affleck as Batman. Oscar winner and for acting, Jeremy Irons as Alfred. Oscar nominee, Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. And Miss Universe Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Folks, the problem is not the casting. The problems are the script and direction. The problems will always be the script and direction. Hire anybody in the world other than David S. Goyer and Zack Snyder, and I'll be brought to care who's cast. As it is, a Kate Bosworth-level miscasting would be preferable to the tremendous waste of a cast we're going to get. 
Very well said. Very yeah. well said. Um, you know, I, I've been posting the link to this episode on Facebook every time somebody's every time I see Man of Steel come up. I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to get into everything wrong with it. Just go listen to the episode, and I just post the link. And this guy commented to me. Uh, he left a comment to my post on Facebook, and he said that he's like, you guys were too nice in your episode. Well, you know, I've already <laughs> – he may be right. I think maybe we weren't too much uh, velvet glove and not too much brick in velvet glove <laughs> because, you know, and my father watched this thing. And he said it was worse than the Karate Kid with with uh, with with what's his name's kid in it and Jackie Chan. Oh, uh, yeah, the Will Smith. It was Jade Smith or something. Jade. Yeah, Smith some kind of like bullshit that, yeah. name like that. You know, uh, what's his face? He says it was worse than that. And of course, my dad couldn't get. A, see, my dad he couldn't get five minutes past the fact that it's a karate movie based in China with Jackie yeah, Chan. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was yeah. so ridiculous. And, and so, I mean, there's that. But you know, my dad was so pissed to watch that Superman movie that your friend may be right. You know, mm-hmm. it, it was. I mean, you could you could probably hire Jesus of the come down if he existed and direct the movie, and it still would have been a turd for the simple yeah. fact that it was just a bad script. It was, mm-hmm. I mean, well, Awful. Jesus, where do we even begin with this? Uh, you know, well, really, we already we already yeah. went into it. People, go back and listen to episode four. We go into depth on you it. You know, I mean, sometimes you probably have to ask yourself, would I have been better off teleporting myself to the planet of the apes with a big sign that said "Rape me"? <laughs> you know, oh. that's what I'm telling you. <laughs> Okay, shall we talk about something a bit more pleasant sure. now? Which is All Hail the King. This is... You saw it, right? I saw it. Okay. So now this is Marvel's... This is one of Marvel's uh, one-shot films. And it's a follow-up to Iron Man 3. And you can find it on the extras of Thor The Dark World. And it's... Um, and yeah, it's a short film focusing on Ben Kingsley's character, Trevor Slattery in prison where he's being interviewed by a documentary guy. Which I have to say, I know you, I don't, I, I like the character. I still like mm. the Trevor Slattery character. I, I, I still yeah. have my, uh, it was a neat what they did making this faux Osama Bin Laden type character, you know, in the uh, Iron Man movie. But I can't help but think, watching this Hail to the King thing, it's Marvel way of saying, okay, we fucked up on this Mandarin thing. We're sorry. So, Well, because they did yeah. fuck up. So they gave themselves what they would call in golf parlance a mulligan. You know? Yeah. Or an- so uh, wait, wait. First off, let's issue a spoiler warning here for anybody who hasn't seen All Hail the King. We're going to spoil the shit yeah. out of it. Although if you've been following stuff online, you may already know the spoilers. And especially since I said we've got good news coming, you probably you probably you can probably guess what's going to happen in this movie. Anyway. Right. Well, uh, you know, to, to recap the whole thing, uh, Trevor Slattery is being interviewed by this one guy. Who, yeah, and he's and he's become kind of a celebrity even in yes. prison too. He's got like his own nice big spacious cell set up for him. He's got he's a butler a who's one of the other inmates. who handles his interviews and stuff. 
You yeah, know, yeah. It's, I mean, it's cute. And he does an impression yeah. of the Mandarin. You know, yeah, and stuff, and it's it's hilarious, and, and so. But he gets this interview with this guy who it's slowly revealed he's not really a journalist, and it turns out that uh, they're really well, yeah, because because what happens is they start off, and he's telling um, you know, what do you know? First, you get some background on Trevor. Oh, you that's see a hilarious! From a, a show he was in, Kate yeah. Pete. Where he's an ex- where he played uh, an ex KGB as a police agent, officer, as a cop, <laughs> you know. And there was a monkey drinking yeah. vodka. And I, I asked him, "Well, didn't you do any research?" He goes, "Well, yeah, I just basically googled my name." You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, when an actor tells you he did research, that means he googled himself, had a quick whack, and then went and then went yeah. to bed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ben Kingsley. You, you know, you gotta love. I mean, he could have played a really good villain too, because all you have to yeah. do is like watch, for example, Sexy Beast, or watch Sneakers, or watch the first part of Iron right. Man Three, or Sneakers. Okay, yeah. the guy can play a villain. You know. Yeah, definitely. And um, so it's hilarious how he's doing this, and like you said in that previous episode, if they were making a satire of a superhero movie, this would have been perfect. Right. And I, oh, yeah. I, you know, it would, I, I mean, has he ever done a comedy before? He was in a, he was in a comedy called, well, wasn't Sneakers a comedy? No. Okay, I've never seen it. Oh. Um, but what was it? Uh, you Kill Me. He was in a movie called You Kill Me. I haven't seen it, but I've. Is that uh, the one where he plays a hitman? He plays a hit. With a drinking yeah, That's yeah. right. That's right. That is a, that's a, he, he was good in that. I liked him in that. He's been in, I think he's been in a few other comedies, too, here and there. Well, anyways, he's getting interviewed, and it slowly dawns on you that, you know, that, oh, my God. Yeah, because he talks about the Ten Rings as an actual terrorist organization. Right. which we now know. And because it was fun, there's a funny line they threw out there where he said, like, you know, you, your portrayal angered a lot of people. He's like, oh, yeah, I've read the message yeah. boards. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not talking about the message boards. And he brings out all this stuff about the Ten Rings, and you see a photo of Raza from the first Iron Man movie. Yeah, no, that's true. And on top of that, we now know that the Ten Rings organization from the first Iron Man movie was a legit organization. Well, that was yes, a legit yes. uh, Ten Rings, so we now have a... Because one of the things people were complaining about was, well, how does this connect with the first one? Well, we had... That's one of the yeah. That's one of the things we talked about in yes. episode three, the airing of grievances. And so you wonder well, how the fuck are you going to connect it to? And they they did a good job. I'm going to get yeah. tell you they did a good job. And we slowly find out that this guy ain't really a journalist. He's a member of the Ten Rings. Yeah, and he's got this cool thing where the gun is concealed in the camera and it gets assembled in the camera. Yeah. And it pops out, and then he shoots everybody in the room except for Did Trevor. Did he get a killing the butler? Yeah, oh, the yeah killed he killed the, the butler. butler. Remember Trevor says, you killed my butler. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes, goes, what did he tell the guy? I know how to use a gun. I was training at that movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the, yeah, I got a lot of training from CBS or whoever yeah. the book was. And he puts the gun right up to the guy's face, and the guy just takes mm-hmm. it from him. And then he says, we'll put a hole in your body for every ring of our faith that you have violated. Now, here's my question to you. So the big spoiler is that there really is a Mandarin. Yes, because at the – well, up until this point, we're still not sure if there's actually a real – like they say that there is a, 
that it's that we're we're not sure if he's a mythical figure or a real figure. But then at the end, he says, "There's someone who wants." He's like, "I'm not going to kill you. I'm here to get, I'm here to rescue you because there's someone else who wants to see you. You he's, there's someone else who wants to meet you." And it's like you took his name. Oh. And then it ends, and then we get a flashback to the. To oh the my god, that's hilarious! <laughs> oh my, he he's, he's rich. Sam Rock. Sam Rockwell's back as uh, Justin uh, no, Iron. Just or Justin and Hammer. he's reading Forbes magazine. He's like, I, you know, <laughs> I'm a villain. And he's complaining about. He's like, I had a robot. Yeah, I had a robot. He's got like this this boyfriend, and he goes, "Not now, baby. Not now. Not in the lunchroom." <laughs> and he's uh, and he's and he's uh, bashing Pepper Potts when he's saying like, "Me and Tony, you know, we had the same, we had the same kind of ideas. You know, we were we were we were friends, right." We had a healthy competition. You know, going. I had a, he had a big yacht. I have a yacht. Well, I had a yacht. <laughs> no, it is oh. hilarious. And I wonder if, uh, I wonder if he is going to be brought back as well. I wonder too. Yeah. You know, I would like to, and see I'm wondering if the, what's going to happen to Trevor Slattery. Is he now going to be in the next, if a super Iron Man movie, uh, well, here's what, here's what it says. Um, ben Kingsley is – there's an article that came out uh, a few weeks ago. Ben Kingsley isn't sure what future holds for his Iron Man 3 character. With all, Will All Hail the King be the last time we see Kingsley in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? One way or the other, the actor can't say. I honestly don't know, Kingsley told the Huffington Post. I know Marvel is keen to seeing how this film goes. They were all at the screening there that they kindly invited me to. All the guys, they love it. I honestly don't know. Trevor is so unpredictable anyway. I can't answer for him. He's mad. He's probably lying in a pool of blood in Guinness somewhere. I think he would be great. I would love to see them continue with this. With him. Well, the question is, like, who is the real man? Who, who would you want to play the real well, man? Well, now they got to bring in an agent. At the risk yeah. of sounding like a race. Well, you know, remember in, the, in Iron Man 3, they said that Trevor got plastic surgery. So you're telling me what I think you're telling me? I'm wondering, could Kingsley pl- be playing the real Mandarin too? But nobody will take him serious because they're thinking he's a fake. See, that's the problem. Is right. the real? You know? Yeah, yeah. It, it would be like, no, I'm, I'm for real. Take me seriously, goddammit. <laughs> so yeah, there is that. I mean, I, I wouldn't think that's. A, I wouldn't necessarily go for that, but I think that's a possibility. But yeah, I think uh, I would love to see an uh, an actual Asian actor play him. Chow Young Fat. Maybe. I would like... I mean, he definitely... He looked the part in the third Pirates of the Caribbean. All movie. you have to do is go look up... There's a movie on Netflix called Confucius. Mm-hmm. Where he looks like the fucking Mandarin. I'm looking it up the images right now. Holy shit. I mean, he's right. a dead ringer for him. Yeah. He's gotta yeah, play definitely. him. Yeah, he would be awesome. I better not find out it's fucking Jackie Chan. No, not Jackie Chan. Or um, you know who we talked about too was the guy from uh, uh, the Forbidden Kingdom, the guy who played the James oh, Bond. He would be great. He would be great. But you're right. I mean, I'm telling you now. Either it's going to be Ben Kingsley again, which once again I have no problem with that, assuming they take it. Colin Chow. Colin, Colin Chow, Chow would, would be interesting. Yeah, he would be awesome. How? I mean, he basically played the Mandarin in that movie anyway. 
I think they should. I seriously. Uh, well, look at now they have a potential to bring it all together. So the question, I mean, we'll probably have to wait until after Avengers three because we don't even know if there's going to be an Iron Man four yet. Well, you don't necessarily. It's a brilliance with Marvel villains outside of say certain Spider-Man villains who you immediately connect with, right? Um, so like Doctor Octopus. Well, you've had them him fight say to other people, and when you think of Doctor Doom, you can associate him with Fantastic Four. The fact of the matter is this. Many of Marvel's villains have a tradition fighting other people. Okay? And I guess you could say the same thing on DC. I'm not going to say you haven't. Okay? Because that would be wrong. But, I mean, Lex Luthor, 99.9% of the time, who the hell is he fighting? Right, he's going after Superman. Exactly. You know, um, Gorilla Grodd, who is he fighting 99.9% of the time? Okay, I mean, stuff like that. Uh, Sinestro. Yeah. Right. You know. right. Yeah, Green Lantern. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, that that is a. But either way, it won't be. It won't happen until after Avengers three. Because yeah. we already know Avengers three is probably. I think it's a pretty safe bet that it's going to be Thanos. Oh yeah, I mean they hit that at the end of the goddamn movie. Yeah. So I think Iron Man four would be like like here's here's my theory about what's going to happen. It's. Tony Stark is going to appear to die at the end of Avengers 3. And I say appear to die because I think it's going to be revealed in a post-credit sequence that he's actually alive. Mm -hmm. But he's going to be taking a break. And then they're going to have uh, Rhodey, Don Cheadle, take over the the Iron Man armor for about like a movie or two. And that's the great thing about Iron Man. And then after that, I think – and then I think they'll reboot Iron Man. Not like reboot it, but they'll recast it with the new actor as Tony Stark. Yeah. So I think they'll have. So I think that. And there was an Iron Man story when Rhodey was in the armor and he went up against the Mandarin. Well, that's the thing. Iron Man could almost be. I, I don't want to say anybody, but it. Well, can be almost anybody. Yeah. Well, I think that's what's going to happen. I think Cheetah will take over for a little bit after Downey leaves, and then and then they'll recast the role. Sort of like add like as a transition between the two. Yeah. Because you can't just recast Downey right off the bat. It's... I apologize for my dog. It's oh, Felix. <laughs> the one who's always, the one who's always trying to kill me. I hate that dog. <laughs> Why can't he be good like Oscar? But yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I think we said pretty much everything that needs to be said about... Um, I do. I'm looking forward to see what else they do next. You know, and and um, well, oh, you know what else to talk about? Did you see the new episode? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. Okay, Okay, yeah. Do that to wrap up the episode. um, Well, let's see. For starters, um, it was more of a drama episode, though. It was nice to see the introduction of the Clock King. Yeah, I I thought he he was was awesome. Who played him? I've seen that guy like a million other things. Oh, yeah. I, I remember seeing it online and thinking like, oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. And I, I just think, oh, my stars. It's Robert right. Nepper. And I, and, uh, uh, gosh, uh, wasn't he also in, uh, uh, Heroes? He was in, uh, 
he was in, I think he might have been. I'm looking him up right now. He was in uh, Prison Break. Uh, oh, yeah, he was in Heroes. He was uh, the circus guy. I thought guy. it was him. Samuel I Sullivan. I thought it was him. Yeah. And, yeah, he was T-Bag on Prison Break. He was in the Hitman movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, speaking of, do you know they're making a new No, game? I didn't. I like the first one. I like the game yeah. series. I'm a big fan of the game. Because it was supposed to be Paul Walker, apparently. But obviously they can't do uh, that. Now they got Rupert Friend. They're not going to use... And they released the they released the first look of him. Let me say yeah. Um, no Timothy, no Timothy Oliphant. No. Oh. It's just called Agent Forty Seven. Oh wow. Oh wait, it's from a it's a script from Skip Woods who wrote A Good Day to Die Hard. So. Oh no. Oh, and Zachary Quinto's in it too. Wait a minute, this this diehard guy, or this this Agent Forty Seven, he's not completely bald. Yeah, I saw that. Where the man's supposed to be uh, bald. Maybe this isn't so good. I mean, like this guy Skip Woods, I, he wrote the A Team movie, which was decent. I enjoyed it, but he also wrote X Men Origins, Wolverine, A Good Day to Die Hard. Uh, he wrote the original Hitman movie. And he wrote Swordfish. Swordfish wasn't bad. It was all right. Um, holy crap, he directed Thursday? He wrote Thursday? That was a great movie. What the fuck happened to him? Yeah, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, people tend to go through lapses. You mentioned that one Marvel guy who you said used to write good stuff, and now it's, you know, yeah, bad. True. So we'll see. We'll see mm-hmm. how it works out. So other than that, I got okay. nothing else. I'm running dry. I got shit. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm pretty much tapped out as well. Uh, it's gonna, we got to get back to yes. the swing of things and talk about something longer than 15 minutes next time. Longer than 15 minutes. Well, maybe next time. Well, we'll be fine. Yeah. So we gonna talk about Thor next? Yes, time? Yes, I will be watch. I'm waiting to uh, get that from fucking Netflix. Or we could also talk about the amazing yes, Spider-Man. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll watch that. that well. I'll watch that. And it, so we'll uh, we'll play it this way. We'll see whichever one you want to. Well, I mean, do you have any those. other recommendations? Um, not off the top of my head. Okay. I mean, we could talk about as it gets closer to um, Days of Future Past. We could talk about First Class. Okay. Okay. Have uh. Has by any chance the? Uh, are you going to be in town to watch the X Men movie when it comes here, or are you going to? Uh, When's that one come out again? I don't know. Let me take a look. Because I may be coming back stateside in August, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I know you come by in the job. summer. Maybe, maybe it all depends on you know money and the new mm-hmm. job and everything. So we'll see how the schedule mm-hmm. works out. Um, you know what, if Days of Future Past, let's see, that comes out, oh, I def, I definitely won't be for Days of Future Past, that comes out in Oh. Now. But, you know what I might be in for is Guardians of the Galaxy, because that comes out in August. Well, let's do that. Well, hopefully. Well, let's not, you know, make All any right. plans before I even know if or when I'm Okay. <laughs> But yeah, we could do that too. Hope I mean that'd be awesome. We could and we could do an episode actually in person. For that once. would be great. That yeah. would be wonderful. Well then. 
Okay, well, yeah, that about does it for us over here at the Geek Screen. Um, Johnny, you got anything else, any parting thoughts you wanted to add? The greatest two words in the universe are nickel slots. I don't know, I can't think of shit right now. What do you want from me, (laughs) goddammit? Huh? (laughs) Mister, I I gotta come up with the last word. I got no words. I didn't say you got to come up with the last word. I just asked if you had any parting, parting thoughts. thoughts. Yeah, I hate my dog. No, I'm kidding. Well, not my dog. That's my dad's. No, no, no. I got nothing. I got jack shit. I'm, I'm, okay. Oh, you know I'm what? I got, a, I got a Mia Culpa. I got, an, I got another Mia Culpa because I realized that I forgot something in the past two episodes. Put pants on? No. Well, I, I never wear pants when we record this. Neither do I. They All be. right. Yeah. I mean, come on. I'm in my home. My In my home, it's no there pants. There you go. Problem. <laughs> live free baby live free uh, but no the yeah but no uh the first two episodes i included a brief audio clip after the intro from the show that we talked from the movie or tv show that we were gonna, that was going to be the focus mm-hmm. but then for the iron man 3 and man of steel episodes i completely forgot about it well i mean you don't have anything for this one either well i, I was thinking about doing one from the i would all hail the king or from guardians uh-huh. of the galaxy so I'll, I'll see what we talked about when I'm editing and then figure out what I should put in. But, yeah, I just completely forgot okay. about we it. okay. We still love you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, that about does it for us here at the Geek Screen. Uh, I'm Perry Constantine. I'm John. And Take have care. a good day. Okay. This has been an episode of the Geek Screen, the podcast for all media of a nerdy nature. Please send all email to geekscreen at percivalconstantine.com or message us on Twitter, at GeekScreen, and we'll read your messages on the air. Visit geekscreen.percivalconstantine.com for past shows and links, and if you like the show, please support us by posting a review on iTunes. The theme music in this show is Take a Chance, courtesy of Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, and is used under a Creative Commons license.